ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right, the Kickout Crew. Crew, God dang, I did it again. It's the Kickout Crew, ladies and gentlemen, and we are a video version exclusively on Premier Streaming Network. James is so um, excited he can't even get the words out right. Exactly, messed up your show's name. But hey, that tells you how much fun we're ready to have on this exciting episode. Want to thank everybody for uh, last week's episode. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it was our first one video version on Premier Streaming Network. So if you haven't seen that, well, I guess you need to sign up on Premier Streaming Network and uh, watch it for yourself. That being said, uh, welcome everybody to the new episode. Glad to see uh, Mike back in attendance. But uh, we'll get to that a little later on. It's time to get it rolling with uh, Brad. So Brad, what you got for us this week? So a little rant and Stanton. Wait a minute. Good day, mate. So I recently went to McDonald's drive-thru for a coffee, which costs Australian $5.35. As I get to the window straight away, the girl who was about 16 years old holds out the pay wave machine and says, and, and her face drastically changes when I hand her four coins, totaling a Australian $5.50. As she took them, I could see the panic in her eyes and for 30 seconds proceeded to attempt to add up the coins. She eventually said, Thank you, drive through. She had assumed I had given her exact total, and it was obviously way too hard for her to count them correctly and give me 15 cents change. Needless to say, I didn't bother asking her for change, but a clear example of how reliant the younger generation are over technology rant over. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Thank you, Ben Jones, for that. As if I was taking submissions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> and, uh, that's uh, Ben Jones from the Zip Code Bros. <laughs> Why do I even look at the outline at the beginning? Because it's always the same. Intro, then Brad. Intro, Brad. Intro, Brad. So what's the point of even looking at the outline? Look look out next week, because now it's not going to be. <laughs> what's going to be right. Brad, then intro? Second thing, uh, as everybody knows, I bought my wife the cow cuddling package. <laughs> so we, uh, I would imagine most of you out there are not Facebook friends with me, so you wouldn't know and you didn't see the pictures. Uh, so the cow cuddling was last weekend. We went there, we sat down with Russ and Daisy. We did it for a half hour. Now, when you find out and you're paying and you say four to 4.30, it doesn't sound like much, does it? But when you actually go and you sit with a cow for 30 minutes, it is an eternity. I promise you it is an eternity. How, how long do you pet your dog? Do you pet your dog for 30 minutes? You do not. There's an old Seinfeld episode where George hits a squirrel with uh, the car. And he saves the squirrel and he's at the vet. And the doctor, while the squirrel is laid up in the back, says, you have 30 minutes. What in the world do you talk about for 30 minutes? What do you talk about? Or what do you do with a cow for 30 minutes? What do you do with a squirrel for 30 minutes? 30 minutes is plenty of time, especially when you're getting eaten alive by flies, ants, and mosquitoes. But my wife did have a good time doing it. Now, Russ and Daisy were rescued. Now, when you think of rescued when it comes to animals, you think of abuse. You think of on the streets. No, they were rescued from the slaughterhouse. Now, again, why were they chosen to be rescued from the slaughterhouse? This isn't something like, that's what cows do. They go to the slaughterhouse they're, or they get vegan. milked. But they're there's no... Cows. So wait a minute. Like, what? why did Russ and Daisy get out? Why were they rescued? Was some guy, did some guy run in and say, Russ, Daisy, let's go. And they got him out of there. There's no rescuing. We eat cows. We eat beef. Uh, we... I don't understand where they, I, but I was afraid to ask. I'm going to tell you that right now. I was. You think, you think they were leaving and turned around? And was like, see you, motherfuckers. <laughs> you <know? laughs> 
just so funny to me. Rescued from the slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouses are legal. Okay. <laughs> we, I, I mean, listen, I know there's your vegans out there, your vegetarians out there, but for the most part, I mean, animals are made for food, right? So just a little, uh, taking a hard stance on this one, Brad. Just, it just made me <laughs> laugh. And I, and I'm looking at her like rescued from the slaughterhouse. Okay. Interesting. But, um, that's all I have this week. It was a good time that my wife had a fun time. Um, even though we got eaten alive, uh, but it was something different to do. So that's all at I least, got. At least the cows didn't. <laughs> all right. So, so Mike, you can tell that Brad's up north. Because down here in the south, you ain't got to pay to go lay tip cows or whatever. There's so many cows down here, you can do that for free. So exactly. I, don't know, I don't know what the funnier part is, the fact that you remember their names and the fact that you pay to actually meet them to learn their names. Now you reminded me of something else to do that I did. Uh, I yeah. did get my, and I know you guys know this, I did get my WrestleMania tickets. And I know oh, you guys oh, all said Scrooge McDuck over here just swimming in the cash. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, uh, yeah, that I am. I don't know. I don't. I might be not going on vacation next year because of these tickets. My goodness is all uh, I have to say. Ah, uh, funny you Brad, mentioned that. Brad had such a good time at the cow hugging or whatever, but he got the tattoos on his arm. He got the cow's <laughs> names on his arm. Russ and Russ and Daisy, original yes, though. Yes. What were you gonna say there, James? I recall someone. Uh, I'm not gonna spend that type of money. I'll just wait till they go on sale. Yeah. I got I got itchy. I got itchy how, for it. How about that? I got itchy and I just did it. I'm in section 116, which is not on the floor. Okay. <laughs> it is not on the field. I mean, it's not a terrible seat. It's a good seat, but it's not the best seat. But that's 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 it. And that was way too much. So I had to remortgage my house and uh <laughs> the wife's dealing with it and she's you know, she had to sell a couple things on on the side, but you know, no big deal. <laughs> Save save with Conrad.com. Hey yo. Yeah, you're like what 20 minutes from, from uh not 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 far at all. Not far at all. We're we're a suburb of Philadelphia. So you know, yeah. And hopefully that, <laughs> right. and, and I think he's gonna win. So we'll see. Back to you, oh, James, man. for the third time. All right. <laughs> well that's a I guess we're gonna move on over to Devin. So uh Devin, what you got for us this week? Well, that was a great transition, James. But first off, I got to start with a Nitro Pepsi. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So, the other night, me and my fiance Erica, we were watching the game event here on Premier Streaming Network with Efren. And then uh-huh. after that, we watched one of our favorite game shows, The Family Feud. And it really got me thinking. I want to give some family feud questions to you guys and see if you could come up with the answers. Now, do I have to hit a buzzer? Uh, no, you guys can just like. So we have to yell order. out ahead of each other. No, just 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 pick who's gonna go first and go in in order. No, me potato salad. I give the pass without going over. Is that what I do? The, All right, I, no, I, pick, I, I pick Adam. All right, Adam's first. <laughs> You gotta play the jingle too. All right, this question's gonna be for all of you guys, and just once you get three strikes, that's that's me. The end of the round. We'll have three rounds. So, first question: Name something that shakes, rattles, and rolls. Shake and bake, baby. Honky tonk man. The honky tonk man. 
nope, not there. <laughs> oh, what All about right. Road Dog? Are you just going to answer questions? Is that is that? <laughs> <laughs> going to take your turn? No, but nope. that was his uh, move. That is strike two. <laughs> so we have two strikes already. Is that you and Eric on a Wednesday night? Hey oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with a, I'm gonna go with a baby. Uh baby's not there either. <laughs> uh, you guys really aren't that great at this. I'm really All good right. at Family Feud. You're suck at asking questions. So yeah. the question was named. The hundred people you surveyed suck. Rattles and rolls. What what is I'm sorry, I didn't. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't Jeopardy. You're good. What is the honky tonk man? <laughs> That's a good question, Adam. <laughs> All right, so the, the answers were an old car, a rattle or a toy, a rattlesnake. The rattle was any answer with two of those? <laughs> now that's a, that's breaking the rules well, right here. The pyramid game. Answers? The pyramid on game Saturday. would not allow that. Could have just said a Ford Escort. It does all those noises. <laughs> Dancers and dice. What kind? Oh, uh, dice. Okay. All right. I don't rounds? know how many how many we're gonna get through. So <laughs> here's round number two. Who's up? James. He's the only one that hasn't asked. Hasn't guessed. I'll take right. dumb questions for 400, Alex. Here's the question Name a weather condition that would be a good name for a wrestler. Hurricane. Hurricane number four. What is That's the oh, easy one? Yeah, that was easy. Well, I got a good answer. Uh, typhoon. Dude, you get one. You get one, pal. Oh. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. What is the stormy blizzard? <laughs> no, that's next. I'm sorry, brother. What is earthquake? Earthquake is not there either. What? what? I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Dad. There's two strikes. Want me the, to repeat the, the question? The tornado. Slight rain. It's a tornado. <laughs> The Drizzle. tornado is number is one. Number one. <laughs> what was All right, so the tornado. So there's still three more answers that you could guess. James, you're up. The drizzle. Who is the drizzle? <laughs> no. That's the say ho, and the girlies want to scream. Uh, who's up? All right, so that's your third strike. Oh, the thunder, answers for this lightning. one. Lightning McQueen. Thunder was number three. Stormy or Storm was Stormy. number two. Stormy. And Tsunami was number five. Tsunami? Sunny. I thought Stormy <laughs> was the, uh, I thought she, never mind. Tell me, tell me what WrestleMania Tsunami was in. I just asked the questions here. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions. Okay. Round three. Let's do it. All right. The third and final round. I'll take dumbass questions for 600, Alex. <laughs> Name a kind of hoop. JD hoop. JD. Fucking our boy. <laughs> Shout out JD hoop for all the help that he's been giving us. Yes, sir. Shout, Shout out, out to say JD he's hoop. kick out crew for life. That's a transition right there, hoops. I'm not giving you guys a strike for that question or for All that right, answer. Basketball. All right. Good good answer. That's on there. Basketball. Uh, we're at on there. That's not one. 
No, that's number two. Ah. What? All right. So, <laughs> name a kind of hoop. Hula hoop. That's number one. Good answer. Good answer. Hula hoop, basketball hoop, JD hoop, and... I am that hoop. He's <laughs> cool, too. All right. The last two were earring hoop and embroidery hoop. Why didn't I get embroidery hoop? <laughs> I can't. It was on the tip of my tongue. Is it embroidery? Is that... Or... Whatever. At least everybody listening can tell who has the most time to waste during the week. And we, I think we know who that is. Is that me? Or all right, me? all right. We definitely know who's engaged in this one. Hey, honey. You want to watch Family what, what, Feud? earring hoop, babe. I literally watched Family Feud before I was coming up here. I was. I got, I are the 100 people here. surveyed, Erica? <laughs> Dude, there is a Price is Right 24-hour-a-day TV channel. I've been watching 24 hours a day. Price is Right. And you're critiquing Family Feud. From the 80s. All right. Thanks for participating in that. I just thought it'd be fun to get some questions. Get you it guys was fun. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. But if you want to watch some more game shows, definitely check out the game event with Efren. Only here on the Premier Streaming Network. Wednesday's at time, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down. All right, I guess it's time for uh, today's agenda. So, Brad, what is today's agenda? So, we uh, we had to pivot this week. Everybody knows we made an announcement last week that we were going to have a guest on. Unfortunately, uh, just because scheduling just didn't work out, we had to make a pivot. So, because payback is on the horizon, we decided to do two fast lane matches. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Because the reason is I forgot that it was payback and not fast lane and or fa- fast lane, not whatever. The the point is this: the matches were already picked, we already watched them, and then we realized it. Back to you, James. <laughs> All right. I was thinking it was just because we had to fast lane these matches, but uh That's a great I would have been a better answer, huh? It would have. <laughs> <laughs> so uh are we ready for match one? Man, I tell you, I've been ready. Well, hey, let's cue it up. It is Charlotte Flair versus Brie Bella. Huh? There and, are. Uh, for yeah. the WWE Divas Championship from Fastlane 2016. It took place February 21st of 2016. And there's the men's main event. And shout out Eva Maria. Hell yeah. And uh, it took place February 21st. 2016 from the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It had an attendance of 14,000. It had a match length of 12 minutes and 26 seconds. And Meltzer, ya boy, he gave this two and three quarter stars. But hey, that's the match. Devin, how did we get there? So at least this match has a great story. It all started back at WrestleMania 30 when Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella's husband, won the World Heavyweight and WWE Championships. What was Shortly it after. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hello. All right. Shortly after, unfortunately, Daniel Bryan would have to relinquish those titles and go down with injury. Um, then, Nikki Bella. Brie Bella's sister, in the middle of her 
extremely long, like 350-something day title run, she ends up breaking her neck in a match against Charlotte. And Charlotte wins the Divas Championship. So Brie Bella wants to pick up all the momentum and all the motivation from the fans and pick up everything behind her and get back her sister's Divas Championship and carry on the Yes Movement for her husband, Daniel Bryan. That's pretty much how we got here. Yes. So, Devin, I'm going to go right back to you. Did you think, did you like how personal they made this? Absolutely. I I think it it made it a great story. I I couldn't agree more. I really felt like, even though, you know, I remember watching this at the time, but, you know, you forget over time. And how personal this was with, and all the, uh, the backstory was really something, especially with Rick being out there as well. So, Rick enters to, What's that? Brie Bella always gets put, she gets put in these good storylines because she had that good one with Stephanie McMahon, remember? Yeah, she definitely did. They were trying to fire uh, her husband. And you can watch that on Rivals on WWE, uh, the A&E special. She was in some great storylines. So Brie enters to Yes Chance. Mike, do you like uh, the Bellas in this babyface role or are they heels for life? No, I think they were good as babyface. I mean, look at them. Oh. They got, I mean, no problem. And, and wasn't this time around they were doing like the total divas and everything? Uh, I believe the total divas went on for a number of years, and this was part of it, yeah. So, I mean, you got them on that TV show, you want them to come and watch that one. I, th- I think they work good as babyface, yeah. I think they went good either way. You're absolutely right. Charlotte's entrance with Ric Flair is it just me, Adam, or does Ric Flair look happier than a dog with two Peters? More like a dog with three Peters, but I mean, <laughs> he's cheesing pretty good. He definitely is. James, you want to let me know who the announcers are today? Boy, Brad, I'm glad you asked. It is uh, Michael Cole, John Bradshaw Layfield, and Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton, baby. Just saw him the other day. Looks hey, fantastic. So, so to go back to what my, Michael said, what Mike said, Total Divas was July 28th, 2013 to December of 2019. There it is. And this is 2016 or 17, right? It's 2016. Correct. I didn't realize it was on that long. Yeah, it was a popular show, and it was actually Devin's favorite show. But we're going to get into that a little later. Uh, They had the spinoff, the Total Bellas. Oh, Total Bellas. That's right. That's what I'm thinking of. Pretty sure my dad DVR'd both. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out, Randy. So, Devin, Charlotte is a 15 or – I can't even keep up anymore – a 15 or 16-time champ at this point now. Not here, but now. And she is still – she's still pretty young. What's the next – what's next for her? What's next for her to accomplish? And did they maybe move – give her too many championships too fast? Uh, Yeah, I I feel like Charlotte should have had a few more longer championship runs to stretch some of those out. There's definitely been ones where she's lost it, and within a month, she wins it back. Um, At this point, she was already a five-time world champion. She'd only been on the main roster for, it was like 18 months or something like that. It it was ridiculous how quick she was being thrown to the top. Now, I honestly, I don't know. I think Charlotte just needs, what is it, two more, and then she passes her father's record? Yeah. One more? I think it's one more. What is that? Yeah, I feel like that's what's next. I feel like her title <laughs> reigns last about as long as her marriages do. Hey, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Been dr- he's been. Dr- Devin says the minute you said hello on that, he's been ready. <laughs> he was ready to say that. 
My goodness, he's up there <laughs> with the finger. Uh, so uh, hold on a second, Adam. Though there's a leg submission scissors hold by Charlotte. What do you call that? Like with that the the legs around the neck. What is that called, real quick? Uh, leg scissors. Okay, just making sure I had it right, because God forbid I get it wrong, right? Um, Brie Bella fireman's carry into the armbar. Woo chance, but there was no chop, so a huh, little premature on that one. Um, arm drag by Brie. She woos, walking just like Rick with the strut. Mike, what did you think of Rick's reaction to when he saw Brie Bella doing his strut? Oh, he's playing the heel. Like he's just all pissed off. Like, what the hell are you doing? Don't you, like you're disrespecting me. And I mean, he's just playing the heel up right there. I thought his facials were fantastic. But, but was that really just like his strut? Because it looked a little. Yeah. No, well, you know who's I mean, healing he's, right now? He's for eighty plus years, so he kind of has it perfect. You ever seen the "I Can't Dance" video by Genesis? That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> I can't dance. Uh, so yes, yes, uh, yes. Kicks by Bree. What what that is is the kicks that Daniel Bryan used to do. Well, yes. the first, but first there was a snapback by Bree, which is Nikki's move, and then the yes kicks by Bree, which was Daniel's move. So Bree falls hard out of the ring. Charlotte, yes, chance now. So she's doing it. Adam, are are they trying to like? What I do? Oh, nothing. I just wanted oh, to mention okay. that uh, on commentary they mentioned uh. Brie Bella wearing Daniel Bryan, uh, his kick pads, and uh, Corey, I believe it was Corey, or Corey, my bad, Byron, that said, uh, it was uh, talking about Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30, because those are the knee pads from WrestleMania 30. It was uh, the most incredible moment in Mania history. Yeah, I'll give it, I'm, I'm up, it's up there. So, I wanted to ask you, Adam. How is this too personal? And are they doing some real life crossover here with what's going on in their lives? No, I don't think it's too personal because I mean, the women are trying to do something extra to kind of get some limelight because they were still trying to cement their spot in on Raw, SmackDown, the pay per views. So let's make it a little bit more realistic. That way we stick out just a little bit more than the guys do. Got it. So I, so, uh, I think they did perfect. James, now you're more of a you're a production guy. You always notice the sets and everything like that. So I was going to ask you this particular question: Does everybody seem overly mic'd up in this in this match? Yeah, because well, I is that because the crowd is kind of a like lull at a very long moments of this match? Well, I, that will come up too. Yeah, so I just feel like we hear everything they're saying. You do you notice that? Yeah, but I think it's because the crowd is pretty much sitting on their hands for a lot of the match. Okay. I know you notice things like that. That's why I always like to go to you with the, the kind of stuff. You notice the little things. Roll up by Bree, kick out, Charlotte clothesline. <laughs> I didn't mean a damn thing by it, Adam. Uh, Devin, why isn't the crowd into this at all? Uh, I honestly am not sure. I was into it. Uh, Erica was sitting right next to me, and she was into it. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't pay too much attention to the crowd, honestly. I, I how can you I not? don't think you just gel. I don't think they just like they didn't have the chemistry. Like you got your people that can no matter what kind of match it is, they work great together. And these two can no matter what they do, it can be a good match, but it won't be a great match. See, I I, I disagree with you, and I'm gonna get to some of my notes on that. I think this is a very physical match. Um, but uh, what was I, the I, previous I, match? Uh, that's a good question. Because I wonder if this was their uh 
I mean, the story, I thought the story was decent, you know, but uh, this may have been a let me up thing. I think the story was better than what the match was. It, the, the match before this was a six man. Big Show came right back, beat the Wyatt family. Oh, yeah. But the so, match after this was AJ Styles and Chris Jericho. So that might have been what they're waiting on. So but maybe Devin, this was a let me up match. Man, it's pretty physical, let me up match. But Devin, <laughs> I, um, uh, you know, the, she's. She's doing this for Daniel. She's doing this for Bree. Do you think she lives in her sister's shadow? Bree? Live in Nikki's shadow? Pronouns? Uh, in the WWE's, I 100% think that. Because Nikki's the one that's had all the title runs. Nikki had the longest Divas run ever. Like, Nikki was given all this extra stuff. Where Bree was kind of the one that, you know, wasn't. She was known as Nikki's sister. Right. So, yeah. Or, or Daniel Bryan's wife. That- yeah. So here's, yeah, I was going to say, here's my question. You think it's because who Nikki was with? No, I, I don't think that. Uh, I, I think Bree I think Bree was a better wrestler than what Nikki was. Well, Nikki, I think um, there's two reasons why everybody liked her better. Than <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It, but yeah, I think yeah. it had a lot to do with it. <laughs> it's been mentioned on the show before. Actually, Amy V called me right out on it. Amy Vaughn. So knees to the back of uh, Brie. Mike, how do you um how do you like so this is the Divas time and uh, uh Devin, you put this in your notes as well, but I'm I am i am going to Mike on this. What did you think of the Divas belt? It was I didn't like it as much as like the world like the women's title. I think they put them I thought it brought them down a notch. Yeah. When they they deserved to be up more. I think you know, calling them divas like that, it was wasn't making them wrestlers or superstars. It was making them, you know, what a diva was. Maybe a Barbie persona. Right. Right. I agree. Adam, how's the pacing of this match? It's not too bad. I mean, you could tell they're kind of rushed a little bit because some of the moves that they do, they don't let it kind of sit and settle. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of tell that they rushed through some of the stuff. But I guarantee you they, they had it in their ear. Okay, we, we, we want to give you all 12 minutes. We're going to cut it down to eight. That means walking out, walking back, you got four. And plus, we've already had one woman's match tonight, so just get it out get it done. The match wrestling looks legit, but again, the crowd's very quiet. Submission applied by Charlotte, very cocky facials. Charlotte with a unique offense, flipping Brie around the ring with her legs on the ground. Charlotte's athleticism's off the chart, isn't it, James? I believe so, and uh, this was pretty much like right before... She became like, you know, the baddest bitch on the block type of thing. Because uh, there for a while, from probably, what would you say, like 2017 to about 2019, everybody was saying that she was like better than all the men too, you know, that she was uh, the best. So this is like right on the cusp of that. Yeah, I I, I mean, they were talking about having to wrestle Brandy Orton maybe. So Yeah. You don't know the yeah. name of that move where she was flipping her over? Yeah, what was that called? Oh, I don't know. I was asking you. I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that, that's why I was very descriptive about it. Because I, I honestly, I don't think I've seen it since. Like uh, I mean, scissors wheelbarrow flip or something. It was unbelievable. Like really unbelievable. So drop toe hold by Bree, and then she yells Bree mode, running knee by Bree, which is again call out to Daniel Bryan. Oh, forearms, yeah. <laughs> forearms by Bree. Um, cover out at two. They were really hard forearms as well. I put here, and I, I do think she was hitting pretty legit. Chops by Charlotte, and then you know what happens. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Neck breaker by Charlotte. Roll up by Bree, though. 
Uh, boot to the face by Charlotte. Drop kick out of the ring by Brie. Devin, is this physic? This is physically a good match, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Both women are laying it in there. They're uh, they're trying to make it really sh- shown that like the they're not just the divas division anymore. They are women's wrestlers. Like they are here to put their mark on this match. And I feel like the WWE appreciated that too and gave them the time. So, Mike, it's funny that you're the one that kind of thought they didn't have chemistry because I'm coming to you on this question now. So what's missing then if the physicality is there? The chemistry. I mean, and I don't want to say they're from like two different eras, but they are kind of from two different eras. Because if you think about it, I oh, mean, no, you're right. Brie, like Bree didn't, she came up, like I think, you know, they had a thing where she was like a soccer player, this and that and everything else. And they kind of. They were more like the eye candy of WWE for a long time and then became wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Char- Flair kind of grew up in the business. It's funny you say that, though. If you watch the Brie Bella, the documentary on the Bellas, they make it sound like they were tomboys when they came in and they weren't dressed. Yeah, like- yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, they, they said they played volleyball and soccer and stuff like that, you know, and then wrestling just kind of fell in their lap. Yeah, well, they... Yeah, right. they all right. Right. Go ahead, bud. So I had... Rick Flair, I mean, she's Sartre Flair. I mean, so she's going to go out there. She has to be 110%, you know, on game to have that Flair name. It's going to be, you know, and you can't go back on it. And so, I mean, we get a bunch of them that come in that are second or third generations that are not there and they don't, we don't see them. Well, she's better than Rick Flair. We know, and, I mean, at yeah, least with the physicality, had, or at least with the, the techniques. Who, who is it that And with her saying she did not want to be a wrestler, you know, growing up, and her becoming what she is now, just shows, like, her, like, her athletics that she can do and come out in it. Who is it that says that whenever she's in a match, that she has wrestled down to her opponent, rather than her opponent wrestling up to Charlotte Fleur's standard? Yeah, I, and I agree, that- I can is that what you're talking about, Mike? Maybe Charlotte had to yeah, kind of I think down just, to breeze the standard. Yeah, I, and I like, I I just think she's so good at it. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things. It came natural to her. She didn't like. She didn't want to do it. She didn't train her life for it. She did it, and it came natural. Well, Brie Bella yeah. didn't have anybody like Ooh, like Charlotte. So good at it. That she, she didn't it, have even now like Charlotte to wrestle though. Right, so but even now, down. To make a good match with somebody because she'll just blow them out of the water. You know, Bully Ray says it all the time about Charlotte. She doesn't have anybody to wrestle up to. That's that's a good right. point. That's it, so, Bully. That's who says it. Yeah. I, I, I do listen to a lot of Busted Open. Shout out, Sirius Radio. Uh, Bree dropkick uh, off the top. She All right, so they, they she hurt herself here, injured her leg. But then she starts right back with the yes kicks. And then uh, fist to, uh, face first to Charlotte kick out at two now the crowd is finally getting into it sorry guys i thought there was no more pages um adam if these two faced each other today how would the crowd be i didn't see much crowd participation no i I mean if if it was 2023 what do you think would happen well right here i heard a bunch of uh what are they were they were they mock were they throw in what do they call it now where they just throw in the the crowd noise crowd oh yeah Piped up yeah, noise. Piped yeah, yeah, pop it in. Yeah, it feels like that's what they did here. Um, but do you, do you think if they were around today that it would get a bigger reaction? Oh, yeah, because it's like a nostalgia deal for Brie Bella. I agree. 
Yeah. Kind of like how Trish is doing now. So we have a yes lock by Bree into a single leg crab. Rick is beside himself, pulling hard. Uh, somehow, though, like I feel like this is really locked in. Wait, but can I time out real quick? Because I, I had a question I had in my notes on here. There was a point where I they were like in the corner doing something, but Charlotte has a little cut on her arm, and the ref puts his gloves on. Is that something you, like they should do, like with like a little amount of blood like that, like just a little cut on their arm, like Adam with probably you being was, the ref? Probably a requirement was, at the time. She had a small cut right there on her eye. Right here. Was it on her eye? Was that just from her shoulder that got on her eye? Because when she wiped eye, it, that referee kept kept trying to poke Charlotte in the face, trying to show Charlotte where it was. Yeah, I seen match. it. He, he him telling, like kind of wiping his nose to her, and then she does, and it's gone. But you can tell she has like a little cut on her arm. You know, and I understand like if they're bleeding, putting your gloves on. But if you have like a little scrape or something like that, I mean, is it is it I required? It's probably re I would say it's probably required. It looked like but why did the do it and not the other wrestlers? I, I don't know, but that would be ridiculous if the wrestlers put gloves on in the middle of the match. But <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're right there. It's not like the ref is touching them really. It's you know, and that was more a question for Adam. Like, you know, is that something? As a ref, why do they have to put the gloves on like that? Well, we'll see right here. I don't understand why, because it looked like maybe a fingernail might have scraped her nose or something. And it looked like the referee was trying to wipe it off for her. But now, like you throw in a John Moxley deal where he bleeds every time he blinks. Right. Um, every opponent should come out with rubber gloves on already. My goodness. You might have a, <laughs> a thing, you know, with uh, Abdullah the Butcher where sometimes stuff gets passed around. You, just, you never know. Right. So, again, I was saying, though, like, she's pretty locked into this crab. It is looks like a finisher. and looks like it's going to happen. Is. But somehow, Charlotte just counters it into a figure eight to the slowest tap out in history of the world. Like, a tap. I mean, not slow as in she didn't tap. She tapped out fast, but, I mean, like, her hand was, like, just real slow. James, does this almost seem like this was a contractual thing and she was not into the finish well when the uh when the crab was going on you can hear rick well you can't you can barely hear rick being like think about daniel think about daniel think about nikki think about that and that's why her grip kind of loosened up and then that's when charlotte countered it but yeah it, it do you think that it was a? Uh, don't know i i get what you're saying there's got to be some reason for that tap I just it was, don't know what it, it is. It was so lackluster. Yeah. It almost reminded me of when uh, Hulk Hogan pinned Jeff Jarrett with a foot. It, like, I mean, obviously not that extreme, but it was <laughs> it, intentional. You know, intentionally defined. Wasn't this one of her last matches? I don't know. I don't think it was. Well, I don't know. They've, they've had like 100 last matches, haven't they? No. <laughs> I mean, they, I think she had, I mean, I think she might have had like one more match, like one more official last match after this. I don't know. And that was like a Survivor Series or something like that. It just seemed scripted and obviously scripted. I know it always is, but it just seemed obviously like, okay, the match is over. This is what I'm supposed she to do. Hurt, she might have for real hurt her knee. And I know yeah. a lot of times they get discouraged when they get hurt. You know, because like with Cabana Man last week, two weeks ago, you should have seen the look on his face just when he got hurt. I mean, it, it's, it's just discouraging. So I bet that might have something to do with it. Maybe she would get hurt. And... That messes with but, your mind, man. 
So she taps out, and that is the match. So uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I wasn't real thrilled with the ending. I wasn't real thrilled with the crowd participation. But I thought it was a physical match. I, I thought both uh, uh, both uh, competitors worked really hard. I, I liked it. So uh, back to you, James. All right. Well. Uh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. That was a decent match, uh, is what it is. And uh, I guess now we're uh, moving on down to Adam. So, uh, Adam, uh, nice attire. What you got for us today? Oh, I'm, I'm not ready. No, I'm just kidding. I'm... <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> also, you know, we were record, recording on Thursday today. Two days ago, I went to wrestling workouts. Like, I got back in the ring, did some more stuff, did some drills. The guy that runs Spartan Wrestling out here where I was at last Saturday, he said, Hey man, come out to the come out to the workouts, man. Come on, get in ring with us. So I was there Tuesday. I'll be out there again Saturday. And then next Saturday I'll be out there as well. So I'm trying to get in real good with this guy. His name is Josh O'Hagan. Um he's he does like a Ireland, like an Irish type gimmick. And, uh, dude, I had a feeling dude. this was coming, Adam. Dude, he knows Ref Adam's going to be... You're going to become wrestler Adam soon, aren't you? Come back at 40. DDP don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Let's but, uh, do it. But this guy's, like I said, his name is Josh O'Hagan. You can look him up. He's been all around the country. Dude knows his stuff. I mean, he's the type of trainer that looks at the little stuff. Like when you're about to walk up, you know, he's like, well, why would you just walk up to each other and just walk up? Why would you not kind of look at each other and kind of like you're in a real fight? Like he actually takes the time, looks at the little stuff and makes sure it makes sense before you do it. You know, like how often are you watching a match? They just stand up, look at each other, walk straight to each other and throw their arms around each other's shoulders. Would you really do that in a fight if you're really trying to fight somebody? So he's real into it as far as like the, the little stuff like that. And it's so interesting, the stuff that, that he just points out. You're like, wow, that makes perfect sense. Why didn't anybody show me that earlier? So uh, I'm really enjoying, you know, like I said, I've been over once and I had a, and a ball. So I'll be back over next Tuesday. Awesome. And then New South will come back September 2nd. Fan appreciation. So um. So what, what do we get? Do what? What do we get? You get Fan me? appreciation. Oh, I appreciate you watching the, the TV sh the show. Yeah. Okay. But you haven't I, been a fan right. I am a fan. I've gone to a New South show. It was, it was combined. It's for the fans that's going to be at that show. Oh. Yeah, so you don't qualify. How do you know? I might go. Because they don't invite people who pay to hug up with cows. That is not well, true at all. I bet there's at least 10 people right in that arena. That there's 10 people there, at least at, maybe even half the people have hug cows there. Oh, Donnie Primetime does it just for fun. <laughs> That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> but uh, I wish somebody slapped the hell out of him. God. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. That's all I got to say about that part. But um, fan appreciation, September 2nd, back at the Singing River Brewery. Florence, Alabama. So, um, and after that, I just had to post it somewhere. If you care enough, you'll go look at it. But um, 
I'm really excited about possibly getting back in the ring one day. If anything, I'll be in better shape. And then ready for football season, baby. You know it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wearing enough uh, Georgia gear. I just you have socks. You beat me to it, pal. I, <laughs> I mean, oh, never mind. we've got to be you know, maybe three. Yeah, that's ago, one of our premier you. streaming network rules. That's right. None of that. Three Adam. weeks ago, I'd have showed you. Because <laughs> there's two rules. So <laughs> you were saved by a premier streaming network. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, just really excited about this wrestling stuff, man. Really getting into it. I got about 15 matches under my belt. I'm going to have four or five more this weekend and about two or three more next weekend. Damn. Getting it done, brother. Let's go. All right. Oh, Paul Water Dave. Me and Cabana Man was actually on the show. No so shit. Check that and out. on time. I was early, buddy. Yeah. Bitch ass bitch. <laughs> the spotlight is pointed directly on you. You have an obligation to be there early. When what you the hell is bullshit is that? What the hell is that? When you got to share it with some guy who hugs with cows and a couple of other buddies. Hey, listen, you know, pal, you're you the one on your roof. You had one on your roof for a while. <laughs> I can't argue that. You can check the archives <laughs> over that. That's probably the one you were hugging up with. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Easy it is. What kind of spots does she have? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, let's move on from that one. <laughs> right? Oh, I like it. Well, good stuff, Adam. I can't wait to see where this journey takes you. And uh, speaking of a journey... Check out check out I, IWTV. New South 8th anniversary will be on IWTV at the end of August. So your boy will be on TV. IWTV and Premier Streaming Network, huh? crazy <laughs> yeah all right well uh mike welcome back uh the floor is yours what you got for us well first of all i want to thank y'all for covering for me last week you know i had something come up not last minute but kind of happened last minute um little family celebration i'd say so um i just want to th thank y'all for taking up everything for me last week. But um, what I want to talk about this week is what's going to drop this Sunday after this episode drops is AEW All-In. So I got just a couple matches on the card, and I want to ask right. y'all, what do y'all think about it? Who do you think – maybe who do you think will win? Whatever. The first one we have is on the pre-show – MJF, Adam Cole, baby, versus the Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. I'm not going to lie. This is a really tough call. Makes no uh, sense. Adam Cole's going to cost them the match. It's not. First off, it's going to be on YouTube. So keep That's that in wrestling. mind. Here. Something's going to happen. Adam Cole's going to accidentally hit happen. MJF. He's going to do something. Aussie's going to win. And then that's going to set up a little bit of heat going into the main event. This is wrestling one on one. I think I think Roderick Broder, uh, Roderick's going to get involved, and and the Kingdom somehow and cost them the match because they're all in on the ROH and Adam Cole formerly being a part of the Kingdom. They're 
there's so many stories being told in this story to me. Uh, and I don't think they're going to win the match, but I, I think I, that's my guess that Roderick Strong and uh, the Kingdom get involved in costing the match. I think they're going to win. Here, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Let's book our main event people, our main event match. Let's book them in another match because we ain't got enough guys to put in that spot. You know, because this is like a once in a lifetime deal. Who in the hell wants to go to London to be in an 80,000 person arena to wrestle? Let's just well, book see, our I, two guys here. It's a Makes story, no Adam. Sense. It's a story, man. WrestleMania yeah, 10 yeah. opened with I, Brett Nelson and closed with Brett and Yoko. Yeah. And this is the only pre uh, pre-show match they have listed. But they'll be that's a third of the card that. that they have listed is this one match. Yeah, they have a humongous card. I, I love I that they're calling like, it Zero Hour, by the way, which is the ROH. I just, I just feel like it could have been used by somebody else. It, it's different, though. It's completely different. What do you think, Devin? It is different. It's so, definitely look, interesting. Let me weigh in right. on this one because I think that the kingdom versus Adam Cole and MJF is the match. So I think MJF and Adam Cole are going to be the new Ring of Honor world champs. But We're going to see the kingdom the versus... Of... What does that do for the main event? It's numerous tag team champions versus each other. What about Sean versus... Eight, uh, Sean versus John day. Cena? In the I same day? Before either, I, I'm just saying, I, I think so. I this is unique to me. I I think it's very unique. If it was on another regular it, show, like on another All Out or something, may I'd understand it. But this is like your biggest deal, man. This they are these other guys will never be able to participate in again. Let some of these other guys participate, man. Let them be a part of this show because you'll never do this show again. Yo, okay, this spot is earned, not given. Yeah, but I think I think they're too hot right now to split up. I agree. We can ask our producer Brian. He he knows he's a big fan. I mean, they're hot. They're getting over. They're selling merch out the ass. Brian should done everything they've already sold, put on the table. I mean, I just feel like why, they haven't done it at Dynamite or something. I think the match could up, but I don't think anybody's going to turn on anybody. I think everybody's going to tune in for the YouTube show. Okay. Next, <laughs> we have the AEW tag team titles FTR versus the Young Fucks. I mean, Bucks. Young Bucks go over. You can rot in hell for that stupid remark. <laughs> it's predetermined, Adam. The young Bucks <laughs> go over. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> you think? Yes, I think so. I think this is it. I think this is. Right I think there. this is their big moment. Right. Top guys out. <laughs> The oh, they just signed a six-year deal. Tag I, mean, out. I mean, they're going to put them over. I mean, put them over. But if FTR loses, what what's next for them? Whatever, keep going. What if the it's, Young Bucks lose? What's up next for them? What do you mean? They're gold. They they it's their yeah. They're gold. They they right. they're partially owners. FTR right. has this momentum now. Right. You cut it all. We have the women's women's wait, wait, wait. Does everybody get to answer, Mike, or just me? You already did. You said they went over. So what about James? Does he have an opinion about the match? Didn't know we were doing an all-in uh, preview show. I didn't know that we were doing this. So to, uh, keep, you, to uh, keep time constraints uh, moving forward, I'll refrain from answering every single match on the card. I I didn't do every match. I just did something. 
for a guy that did, for a guy that never talks, Mike has already gone about a blading and blood. Now we're doing the all in preview. You're gonna make up like 45 minutes of this episode. You gotta answer or not. Who's gonna win? Say who's gonna win on the women's match? No, the tag team, the tag team titles. Uh, hopefully FTR. Okay, thank you. Women's women's championship. Hikara, is that how you say her name? Cheetah. Cheetah. Just say Cheetah. Cheetah. Tony Storm. I'm gonna piss people off. Paige. (laughs) And versus Britt Breaker. I'm going to tell you right now, if Paige doesn't win, they're making a big mistake. That would be a huge, uh, huge, huge uh, well, pop. If, if Paige was in this match, I would go for that, but Soraya would win the match. <laughs> Whatever. I know. I was, <laughs> you um, already scared me here for a minute that she wasn't actually Soraya. in the match. <laughs> Is that predetermined, though? Man, I think she I think she. I mean, if they book her to win, everybody yeah. expects it. Yeah, I, I still think it's a good moment. Everybody expected CM Punk to be there too. Okay. Now we got the Sting and Darby versus Strickland totally and AR Fox in the coffin match. Come on. Now man. I got a question about this one. It's Come on. Man. It's Do they have one big coffin? You put two people in one coffin? Do they got two coffins? You only put one person in the coffin? How's this yeah, gonna Tony, work? Is that how do you two two in the coffin or one? Two coffins, one big coffin. You'll have to bike on this one. One person, person, one coffin. You have to fight another five to ten minutes to get the other person the other coffin. The other one's going to come out. Just saying. No, I'm just kidding with you on that one. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that was that wasn't a you got to answer who's going to win. It's just what the fuck's up with these these rules on this one? Sting and Darby, they're going to win it. Sting turns heel. Sting, I so too. He but how is he going to lose that one? Darby turns heel. Darby turns heel and joins the uh, and joins the embassy. Okay, so is he just going to jump in the coffin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does a coffin drop with no it one there, be... and he loses because no one's there but him in the coffin. It wouldn't. He's <laughs> done weirder shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like how he's trying to come out with that Joker sting. You know, yeah, like yeah, he I like Joker sting. What do you think of all this? He marries all of them. Devin, you got any I think Darby and Sting. I think that uh, we're going to have a run-in by Nick Wayne, obviously. And Give he the joins the kids the spotlight on the... No. No, yes. he's going to remain by uh, Darby's side and be that third generation. No. I like, I like that, The baby face everyone this loves. real life, bro. They, they, take <laughs> right. Nick, they take Nick Wayne from Darby Allen. They take everything from Darby. Nick Wayne, everything. Everything. Yeah. They absolutely destroyed Nick Wayne a couple ah, of weeks ago. Details, Nick Wayne details. wants retribution against them. Yeah, but you're people. No, you see James. All right, we yeah, we're I'm sorry. Go back, Mike. AEW title, MJF versus Adam Cole, baby. MJF. MJF on Maxwell. MJF, because uh makes no sense. Roddy Strong causes a distraction and Adam Cole loses. How many freaking distractions are we gonna are we gonna cause by Roddy? He's oh wait, I, I think he's by different people. <laughs> I think he comes out and turns on Adam Cole to help MJF win. And then we get Adam Cole and Roderick Strong at all out. There we go. I've never seen that before. 
What's and next? Uh, Randy Orton versus John Cena? I think Colorado <laughs> comes back. Colorado comes back and does something. Oh, wait. And I said something about last week. And Bobby Fish? Brad. He's got a podcast on the Premier Streaming Network. Everybody likes him anyway. Since, since I wasn't on last week, I got a couple extra seconds. I got to answer for one of your questions from last week. About Thanks for listening, the Mike. Olympic movies. Ready? Yeah. Blades of Glory. Yeah, it's good. I like Blaze of Glory. It's my uh, there's that series. It was um, Ricky Bobby one, Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory, and then Semi Pro. And my well, favorite is that like a John Michael Michaels or something like that, or John Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. That's pretty good. And and Will Arnett in that is really freaking. And funny. a sample, a sample of that movie was used in a, a Jay Z and Kanye song. Uh. uh people in Paris, I guess I'll say. And, uh, you know, knows from those that that means, but it's provocative. Keeps the people going. And with those guys, I think they were um, acclaimed fans before the acclaim came out, because they like the scissor. Just saying. Boy, howdy. And last but not least, we mentioned this one guy earlier today, J.D. Hoop. Want to give a big shout out to J.D. Hoop, because we now have new merchandise coming out. We have new shirts coming out at Angry Lemonade. You can see the KOC NWO style for life. Very nice. AngryLemonade.net search kickout crew. And thank you again to JD Hoop for everything you do for us. Uh, you like you don't like you don't have enough to do with Cody Rhodes' really? gear and anything. And so we have new shirts coming out. We are going to have um, hats coming out and maybe a few and other little things. Speedos. Uh, you never know. Oh, I can't I mean, wait. If you see me in a show with it, then, hey, we got them. <laughs> Very nice. So, yes, check out. We got new shirts coming. Order yours today. That's what I got. Wow. You got crew for life. Too sweet. <laughs> Kick out crew's back causing mass destruction. Guess who's here? The bad boys of podcasting. Boom. The red and black? Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mike. Good to have you back. Dynamite stuff. And I took up the hour of the hour and 30 minutes we had. <laughs> and now I guess it's uh, my turn to talk. Um well, as a lot of you know, the NFL season is upon us, and uh, you know, some would say it's the best sport in the world, and uh that person would definitely be me. Well, I don't know, but I do love NFL football, and I cannot wait for uh, the Dallas Cowboys to be your upcoming Super Bowl champions, and uh, your Texas Longhorns hook them to win the Big 12 before going to the SEC and to win the national championship. I think it's going to be a good year for my uh, Texas squads. I uh, Obviously, as football season gets a rolling uh, on our show, you will probably hear a bunch of football talk. If you've uh, watched our archives or listened to our archives, you definitely know that that is true. I think me and Brad had shit talking like 10 minutes every episode <laughs> all football season last year. But uh, I'm ready. Uh, <clears throat> and, you know, we're in the preseason right now. And I think that, uh, well, we are kind of in the preseason of our uh, premier streaming network uh, voyage. And, uh, you know, this is our maiden voyage on a uh, network. And uh, we wouldn't be on a network without a, your support of uh, your show because it's not you know 
they didn't just see five listeners and was like, you know what? Pick them up. <laughs> you know, uh, it was a lot of feedbacks, a lot of retweets, comments, questions, you know, just the social media uh, flow of things. We've trended a couple times. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I think uh, that type of uh, exposure uh, led them to, uh, you know, get us on the network. And uh, with your help on your show, I think it's a beginning of a beautiful uh, friendship and relationship. And, you know, hopefully it turns into something great. And uh, if you're not a member of Premier Streaming Network, I suggest that you sign up because they have a bunch of uh, content, bunch of podcasts. Uh, I don't know. Ted DiBiase, that's a pretty good one. RVD, they got Bobby Fish, we Al Snow. I mean, they got a, a Rolodex of people. And uh, our friends, Filter Free Podcasts, they're on there. So uh, as our journey into this premier streaming network begins, you know, I hope it goes good. And we're in the preseason right now. We're trying out some things, you know, maybe uh, work on the second and third string stuff, get the starters ready for the season. And moving forward, I think this will be a beautiful thing. And who's to say we won't go undefeated this season? Because why not? That's the spirit of the preseason. I like that little 49ers jab you put in there. Yeah. Go, Birds. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so is it time for match two? Can't wait. Are we uh, ready for match two, I, huh? Just want to apologize up front. Go ahead. So what is match two, you ask? Well, it's the big show versus Rusev. Oh, from Fastlane 2017. It took place March 5th, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what the hell is this? <laughs> I just got uh, triggered because Goldberg pictures on the video version. Uh, he was the headliner of that pay-per-view with Kevin Owens. But uh, no, we're not covering that match. Oh, no, but we may talk about it. Go ahead, James. It took place from the Bradley Center. wonder why this match was picked. The Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It had an attendance of 11,000. It had Go a match trotters. length, thankfully, of 8 minutes and 40 seconds. And Meltzer gave this one two stars. Mind you, our gold medal matches last week, I think they were both one and a quarter or one and a half. This one, oh, Somebody was in a gracious mood today, wasn't they? Boy. But, uh, hey, Devin, how did we get there? (laughs) So, two weeks before this uh, Fastlane pay-per-view, the Big Show would have one of the best matches that he's had in in the later half of his career, when the Big Show would go one-on-one with Braun Strowman in the main event of Raw. Braun Strowman would end up becoming the victor of that match. But also on that same exact Raw, the New Day would be named the host of that year's WrestleMania. So the following week, on, on the following week, the final Raw before this fast lane, Rusev and his partner Jinder Mahal are coming out to try to confront the New Day, saying that they want a tag team match against them. And then New Day says, no, uh, you guys actually have different opponents. So the New Day uh, the New Day leaves the ring and tells them that they have different opponents. 
Well, Rusev and uh, Rus. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I'm I misspoke. Uh, I, they did fight the New Day. Uh, they did fight the New Day, and the New Day end up beating them when Jinder would get pinned. So Rusev immediately got all ticked off, and that was kind of the end of them on Raw that night. The the shining stars, if you guys remember those two, they were the two that came out first to confront the New Day, saying they wanted to fight them. The New Day told them, actually, you guys be going two-on-one with an opponent to be named later. That opponent would end up being the Big Show. And the Big Show would destroy Primo and Epico in that two-on-one match. So, later in that week, it is now the Fastlane pay-per-view. And Jinder and Rusev have been at each other's necks ever since they lost their match to the New Day. So, to start Fastlane, they said that they both won singles matches to to general manager Mick Foley. Mick Foley said, all right, I'll give you each a singles match tonight here on Fastlane. Just go out to the ring and decide who goes first. So, Jinder actually went first. And uh, after Jinder's match, this was Rusev's opponent. So I'm really glad you did that because this was confusing if you did not give that presentation. Watching this pay-per-view, you need that uh, build that you just gave because really there's like three matches it seems like that happened before this match happens. So uh, I appreciate you doing that because it was very, very confusing for sure. Uh, So we had the five seconds before this. You see Rusev beating the hell out of Jinder Mahal. Right. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? It kind of yeah, reminds me. It reminds me of kind of like a McIntyre and Sheamus a little bit. You know how they used to they fight and then they then they fight together then they fight each other. But Adam, isn't this more? So the Big Show it has his entrance, okay? But then Adam, isn't this more of a TV presentation than a pay per view? Oh yeah, God yes. It's, this should be the get up match, go pee match, go get popcorn match, or match on Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> I agree. Like this is more of like a, a TV show feel. You know, the pay-per-views, you more or less keep the story like these kind of things out of it and you know, you mostly just have matches, but this was uh Who booked this crap? Yeah, yeah, this is raw-esque for sure. This is raw-esque for sure. It actually might not even be as good. <laughs> you know. So, all right. So, who are the announcers, James? Boy, Brad, I'm glad you asked. It is a uh, Michael Cole, Byron Saxton, in Corey Graves. And I do Corey. want to say that Byron Saxon and Corey Graves sound pretty identical on the commentary of this match. <laughs> uh, these these three guys, I used to love listening to these guys because Corey and Byron would go back and forth with each other. And even during this match, I think they go back and forth jabbing. Uh, he makes a he makes a, a comment saying something about well, you can go sleep in your car bed at your mom's house, Byron. <laughs> and stuff like that, man. It's just it's entertaining. And not and talk about well dressed, huh? Man, they are. They look good. So Byron looks exactly like the fast lane colors. Like he he knew the assignment, yeah, you know. Very solid. So big show with the big boot, Rusev Day chance, and then a big big chop. So let me ask you something, Devin. Is that one of the? Is that the best chop of all time? <laughs> it's it's definitely in the top two. We've seen the one? first one. We seen the first one in the first match that we covered, and that Charlotte would be Blair? Charlotte slash her father <laughs> Rick's chop with followed up with the big woo. I love big shows. He gets that big shh, gets the whole crowd to quiet right down and hear as loud as he can slap the opponent's chest. 
That's how they do it in training, too. Hey, uh, Brian, can you go back to that that big shot, the wider shot? Shout out to that dude dressed as Finn, Demon Finn in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to the guy on the right with the cool hat. That's dedication right there, man. Right right beside him is the green shirt guy. Yeah. And then right beside him is an overweight uh, Bray Wyatt family guy. Who was on the poster of this show? Who was on the poster? There's Rhea Ripley behind. Green, uh, green shirt guy. <laughs> I can't. The poster um, was uh, oh, the poster was uh, William Goldberg. Fuck y'all. Mike, did you like the original presentation of Lana and Rusev, or do you like the more current one here? I like this one, right? The one like on um, the old one. Why like, is that? The one that during this. I said it kind of worked out good. Uh, Lana had her like, Russian accent, you know, kind of made it feel more real. You know, kind of come out and did the. Mayor was not oh. talking in Morse code. Mike, you were breaking up a little bit there, but I do get what you said. Said I do like her with that strong accent, and she looks sexy as hell. And him not really talking, it was a really good presentation. I thought of both. So. um Big Show working like a giant. Devin, is the crowd intrigued or confused by this match? <laughs> I uh, I definitely think the crowd's a little confused, but they're into it. They're fully behind Big Show kicking Rusev's ass. So Rusev with absolutely no offense here. Adam, why are they showing Rusev so weak? No, I think it's more or less showing Big Show strong because, they, like, like Devin said earlier, they put him against Braun Strowman a while back, and that was a pretty good match. So it was just him coming back in better shape, more endurance. So it was more or less to hot to showcase Big Show more or less than Rusev looking bad. Right. So Big was, Show was, was this a surprise? All right, before this, did he know he was going to wrestle Big Show, or was it kind of like a didn't know who your opponent is? Yeah, Jinder and Rusev both didn't know their opponents until they got I to think the that's ring. Got a lot to do with it too. You know, he didn't know who it was. Big Show comes out. You know, run, runs the runs the match, kind of like um, a taboo Tuesday. Hey, and if you're listening, if you're listening close enough, you can hear Big Show telling Rusev what to do. I try not to remember. Clothesline oh, yeah, his day. It's bad. Clothesline, bad Big Show. Rusev's knee uh, to the knee of Big Show, finally getting some offense going. James, were you surprised how long Big Show was an active wrestler, considering considering his size? Oh boy, this is gonna sound rude. I was gonna say active is a uh, friendly term because uh, you, you know, did say that, it, James. That run around the ring was uh, something else. That's all I gotta say. When Big Show ran around the ring and shoved Rusev into the barricade, it looked like uh, the running at the beginning of Baywatch. You know, slow motion. But uh, okay, <laughs> active. You know, yeah. There's a lot of standing up. Not a, not many of. Uh, Flatback bumps of old Big Show around this time. Can't be easy for sure. I mean, your knees, everything is being just oh yeah destroyed by your size, your heart. Well, especially you when you know it. they overexposed him a little bit in WCW. Had him do drop kicks and shit like that. You know, well, he's very athletic for all the I mean, time. Catches the big men way quicker than it catches the, the smaller guys. So I mean, so let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about like someone like Satnam Singh, who obviously hasn't done a whole lot yet with his uh, with his uh, in ring abilities. Is that, I mean, should Big Show have ever been this athletic, or should he have always worked like a Satinum Singh is right now? If you do it on Nitro, I think it's a bit much. If he would have done him like, uh, you know, 
drop kicks. Because remember, there were a couple times he did drop kicks off the top rope. Yeah, no, nice he road. was a very, like, very athletic, yeah. very athletic. I mean, not you. You can't call him a big man. He's a giant. I mean, yeah, he is a true giant. Um, so we're Rusev is working on the knee. You're muted, so, Mike. By the way, so. Um, okay, wait, wait, real quick. I was just saying, I, I think he works better like this, like in this era, than he did any time. Okay. WCW was too like athletic for a big guy, and then when he came to WWE there for a long time, he was too. I think he was too big. Like he just he gained a bunch of weight and everything else. This time right here, I mean, he's in good shape. He's a big guy, he, and he can work. So, Adam, what did you think of Big Show selling though? I say big man. I mean, you know, you take his base out. What else has he got? But isn't it always funny how, um, and I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I just thought it's something else. How, like, obviously he's dominant, but then the littlest thing you do to him, he can go down for good. Why is that? Because he's so big, it takes so much to get him up. So it's like when Yokozuna finally went down, he right. pretty much stayed down. And that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's, or like when uh, Andre was body slammed, it's done. You know what I mean? That's it. I just, I, it's just a, a, to me, I don't, I don't always agree with that because yeah. I think that it shows them as weak. It's almost like they were playing the big man too much to where, oh, once I'm down, I'm down. That's it. Mm -hmm. So, like my Achilles heel, I could, I could stand up, take 85 clotheslines, no problem. Go down once. It's just like, oh, like turtle on its shell type shit. And it's always been that way, James. Always. Yeah, it's weird. I never thought about it until you mentioned it. Like, I'll be damned. The so, late tonight. to the. Leg to the nose of Rusev, side slam by Big Show, close, close count, three count there, close to a three count. So, Devin, what was it about Rusev that didn't click with Vince? And to be honest with you, it's still not quite all the way, even with Tony and AEW. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure about AEW, what's going on with AEW. He should have a huge push there, more than one TNT championship run, in my opinion. But in WWE, I think it was more of the backstage stuff that happened. Like, at right at the beginning of Rusev's career, when they were trying to give him a big push, and they kind of separated him and uh, Lana for a little bit. They immediately went to TMZ and announced they were getting married and stuff and canceled the entire storyline. So yeah. I think it was a more a WWE not having the trust in them. Where I think a couple years after this, when, like, the whole Rusev Day movement was going on, I feel like that time would have been a more opportune chance to push Rusev than right here. And shout out Aiden English because he did a great job of helping but, him out through that. But back then, they didn't want to have Absolutely. nobody that was over more than the business. More yep. than yeah, but they allowed it a little bit with Daniel Bryan. They allowed they, a little bit with Kofi Kingston with, with their runs. Why not let cut, Rusev Day? Well, they, right, they Zach they Ryder Rusev and uh, Rusev Day. They were like, yeah, they cut off Zach Ryder and they, uh, and they cut off. Uh, Enzo Amore. But things have changed because right now, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, I mean, Enzo even with him, they were, they were yeah, they're cutting him off too. I think they're cutting him. I think, I think you know, when the fans give them too much of a push and not in the direction that they're wanting, they just cut him off. Like you know, LA Knight. Yeah, they, they wanted him to be in a heel, and he became a baby face. You know, pretty much overnight, and he skyrocketed. That's he's not, not even, but he's That's not doing anything. He's not doing anything different. He, but he's he's not. But I mean, he's still coming out playing it. But the fans are giving him so much. You know, they're like, "That's not what we wanted. We want them I, to boom." 
So what's going to come out? We're going to make him lose every match. And... Why are you saying they're not getting behind him when he just won that Slim Jim thing? <laughs> I think that was just a given. Like, here we well, go. He was, Here's he was at the Mia's Monday. Not, they have to make the fans happy at some point. The Miz is in him. I, that doesn't bother me. Um, is that do you not like that, Adam? No, I loved it. I mean, the Miz. I, I, he's yeah, a two-time Grand Slam champion, man. He's I think you got to do something with Mike. him right now. I think Mike, Mike is referencing the Money in the Bank no win, and then like, oh, he wins some dumbass battle royal thing. I get him. it, but yeah. then Cody didn't win the championship either. I, I... Yeah. Well, I, and I'm not just talking about LA Knight. I'm talking about with you know Rusev or you know Zach Ryder. I mean, there's so many people that you know. The, the fan team. Yeah, the fan, Jesus. Right. There's so many fan, like so many times where a fan will get behind somebody and then they just trash them. So or, you know, if your fan is trashing somebody, they'll fucking put them over. Roman Reigns. <laughs> I mean, for so long there, everybody was trashing them. They didn't want well, them. They force fed them. Force fed them to us. Right. And now this one right here, they're not giving us enough. I got you. Look, I agree with you with on that. I, I mean, there's people they will, they will go with the flow on, and there's people they won't. So, I guess we're going to see what happens with LA Knight. I hope it works out. It's kind of like they put people with the Miz to see if they'll sink or float. Well, you heard what Bully Ray uh, said about him, right, Adam? About the Miz. Yeah, about the Miz and LA Knight's interaction. He felt like Miz had him had more of a. Yeah, he did. He was he had more of a leg up over. He definitely said that, and nobody would have agreed with that. But Bully Ray, you know, I, I mean, he is very smart in the business. I think he, he was right to Tommaso a point. Champa come out with the Miz. Who mm -hmm. was? I mean, what's his name? The big guy come from Japan. Bronson uh, Reed. Bronson Reed put him right there with the Miz. It's like the Miz. They know the Miz is going to do good, and they're going to put you out there with the Miz. And if you can hang with him, then I think he'll get that push. And he's Tommaso a company Ciampa, man. Yeah, oh, definitely. He's definitely a company man. You got to give him credit for that. Oh, I do. And I watch, uh, There's the, he's going to come up later in the episode. So Rusev back to one knee, kick to the face of the big show, and again, a, a kick, and then a third kick. Cover out of two. Tries to put Rusev in the Three athlete. kicks! Three, Three moskos! <laughs> <laughs> Tries to put Rusev into the accolade, which is his submission move, but then it went into a choke slam by the Big Show. Straps down, another choke slam, and yet another one choke more time. One crowd more time. Finally more into time. it. Thank you, James. The crowd is finally into it. Big Show torturing Rusev at this point, looking for the knockout punch. Devin, is that a convincing finisher to you? Uh, yeah. I mean, his hands the size fuck of out of here. <laughs> complete trash he doesn't even hit him there's so what, many things if he, to do with this guy if if that man, man was to hit wrong. you with that it's fist. predetermined brad it's predetermined <laughs> all right brad real to me damn it top guy weekend you and gonna be there this that's gonna be two top guy weekends from now because i'm hitting him with the kendo stick next one. Oh, well i'm just gonna get at him my Not last year, the year before that. Dude, I just don't look, and there's just so much more you can do with a big show. Hey. My <laughs> thing is, why wouldn't you just walk out, knock out punch, one, two, three? It's my same thing I feel about that dumbass Superman punch. Why wouldn't you just walk out, bam? If that That's thing bad. is so fucking powerful, why don't you just walk out, boom, outie? I just think it's it doesn't look like he's hitting them uh, to me. I'm sorry. 
So, so who Adam, was heel, who was healing the face in this match? I think Big I Show's know. the face. At least well, he, he's yeah, crowd, the crowd. Crowd, crowd wise, Big Show's face. But Big Show was choking him in the robes and all that. Other oh, they stuff all cheat. The Hogan cheated. What does that mean? Oh, Stone Cold <laughs> yeah, was the biggest heel of all time. He biggest <laughs> baby face. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock was a heel, and he was a baby face. What the heck? Everybody works heel. Everybody cheats. You yeah, cheat. Big, you I, cheated I, when I you went first in line to give him the punch. Is that not? The, that's the only time he's done that, is it not? What? Drag him to the corner just to punch him. And I've never penalty. seen a punch in the corner like that. That that yeah. looked ridiculous. I mean, I, I didn't like it. Rated, too. It's like he took a deep breath, looked at his fist, took a deep breath, kissed it, took a deep breath, right. back, took a deep breath, swung. Anyway, I mean, he, he pins him. Up, you know, and turn around, boom, hit him. That's the music, you know, would be it. But So who became a universal? All right, so hold on a second. So he, he pins him. Who cares? Um, Adam, I have one more thing. I'm not picking on the competitors this match because it's not either of their faults, but this is obviously terrible creative, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So, I'm just kidding. So, um, they actually had some pretty good storylines at the time. I'm I'm sorry, but they had some good storylines, but this was a strictly raw pay per view. So, I feel like this was all filler. Oh, gotcha. So, who was the universal champ at this pay per view, uh, um, Devin? So at the start of this pay-per-view, it was Kevin Owens. America's favorite cover band. At the end of this pay-per-view. Give up. Seeing him in a suit. Is that not weird seeing him in a suit? That was weird. But the winner was not in a suit, and that was Goldberg. Goldberg. Yep. Yep. Mike Uh, a minute eighteen or something like that. It was a pretty quick match. That's what, just what he does. That's when, that's when Bryant should have had the picture of Goldberg with all the belts around his waist. <laughs> Spear, and jackhammer, and out. Kind of my sex life right there. So because I got the questions out a little... <laughs> I just heard it. Um, two questions. This I got the questions out a little late this week because we've made a pivot. Just two questions this week by our good friend Mike Gallagher from the Zip Code Bros. Which Bella twin do you prefer? Uh, Nikki. Uh, in ring or out of ring? Uh, Nikki either. Nikki. <laughs> Matter of fact, she's number one overall on my laminated list. I'm gonna say Brie. Well, that's a popular answer, Mike. <laughs> it's one of I, I think I think she hides it. Nick, Nikki likes to say everything, but they're I both sexy, she... dude. They're both sexy as hell. I mean, come on. Out of ring, Nikki. In ring, Brie. I'm going with Brie because she's got the 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 health nut. She's um. Yeah, she's married to a lumberjack. She's a she's a really good businesswoman with her uh, company, Birdie Bee. Like she's just lumberjack. an intelligent. She she's a great person. So I'm gonna choose Bree. Brian Garcia's a lumberjack. Does he sleep all night and he work all day? I can't imagine. No, but the house. Well, house heats on wood. I've oh, seen it in Totobellos. That, that dinner table is gross. <laughs> you imagine what their shit smells like? Oh, gross. <laughs> Freaking, they got to use that. They better all have their own bathroom. Probably a fucking outhouse because they don't <laughs> want to do, like, indoor plumbing, you know? You know their shit is green. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what about you, Adam? Probably has acorns and all that crap in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wouldn't be like that if it wasn't for him. Probably not, but they did find each other, and apparently they had a lot in common, according to Nikki. I, got I, did, reasons, I have watched a few things. <laughs> two reasons why I like Nikki better than Bree. All right, that'll that'll do it. What's the next question, Brad? Yeah. Do you think WWE missed an opportunity with Rusev? 
Yes. He was very yeah. popular before he left. Now, of course, we touched on this. Yeah. When he had a when he had Edgar Allan Shakespeare walk out and do the uh, Rusev Day thing. I loved it. I loved it. Matthew, yeah, his name was Aiden Ringlish at the time. Yeah. My buddy Jesse, you know, he's like, uh, oh, you're going to bring out Edgar Allan Shakespeare because <laughs> he thought he was a combination of, you know, both. <laughs> but yeah, Rusev Day was way over. Uh, you know, I think they missed the ball with it, but I think we all do kind of. I have a shirt. I agree. So. I do not have, I do not have a Stone Cold shirt, an NWO shirt. Or a rock shirt, but I have a Rusev Day shirt. I think at Lana and Bobby Lashley's wedding, when Rusev jumped out of a cake, he oh, should have been stuff. pushed to the moon. You know, everyone what? was screaming was over that. How uncomfortable line. was Bobby Lashley and Lana for everyone else? I think Bobby Lashley the most. Don't by the way, I Lil heard Morgan. Lil Morgan was a part of that too. That was funny. That was funny, and then it just went away. She was in a relationship with Lana. That was good. That would have been better. I and then she just it was then it was nothing. It was over. I know. Whatever. It was good. It was it was good TV. That's all. Right. Questions are done. So those are all the uh, listener questions. Yep. Thank you, Mike Gallagher. Not you, <laughs> Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's uh, time to get a uh, laughing because uh, boy, a lot of our uh, shit's a joke. But hey, let's keep these jokes flowing with uh, the hottest rising segment in podcast today, yesterday, then, now, and forever. It is a waka 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 with Adam. So Adam, what you got for our premier streaming, uh, you know, network listeners? Apparently nothing. That's a white mm-hmm. blank page. That looks like a Jonesy page right there. You know, it's funny. I did the notes for the matches. There's three lines for the Charlotte Flair match, four lines for the Big Show Rusev. I had four pages for the Charlotte Flair match. If I didn't do the intros and all that stuff, I had uh, three things on the first match, uh, four things on the next one. Professional puck. He already threw the notebook. Oh, okay, never mind. So, someone told me the other day that I had a booger in my nose. I said it's not. Huh. Ah. Not. It's not. <laughs> oh, waka waka waka. So, what word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Shorter. Short. 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 There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. So I just got an award. You know, at the office for being like the most secretive person in the whole building. I, mean, I can't tell you how much it means to me. <laughs> yeah. But um, then my boss tells me, he says, you know, as a security guard, I need to watch The Office. I said, okay. So I'm on season six, and I have no idea what this has to do with security. <laughs> I, started <laughs> I started laughing before you said it. Wait, what's that going to do with being a security guard? This guy's an idiot. Michael Scott. Shout out Pam Beasley. Shout out Pam Beasley. <laughs> so my security guard job didn't work out. It's a damn good show, though. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites. Till Steve Carell left and it kind of got a little shaky after that. I've but... never seen an episode of The Office. Oh, man, it's good stuff. Good stuff. That's a great show. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you picking the Young Bucks over FTR? I thought it was going to be more cow jokes. <laughs> 
Walk away. Moving walk, walk. on. <laughs> that joke is still on the roof. <laughs> so is that a uh, is that all we uh, walk a walk in? Somebody's walk a walking on the roof. Right. Well, Brad, it looks like it's time for uh oh what are we calling this one? G U K? Is this guck? But uh you know, Brad, I'll just let you explain it. So we're gonna keep one, we're gonna use one once or watch one once, whatever it is, and then we're gonna get rid of one forever. Okay? I got it. We um I keep James, I use Devin once, and I throw out Mike. What are you doing with me? Take the hint. Take the hint. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say it in front of the guys. They'll get jealous. Because of uh, Devin's segment today, we're going to go ahead with these three. So which one are you keeping? Which one are you watching once? Which one are you getting rid of forever? Family Feud, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. All right, Devin. All right. So the first one that I'm keeping forever is the feud, Family Feud. I watch that almost every night before we go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to continue doing that. I can see you laying in bed and then somebody says something wrong and they get the eggs and you just look over Eric and like, what is ass. wrong with you? <laughs> Fucking dumbass over there. It hey. was Pepsi. It was Nitro Pepsi. <laughs> All right. The one that I'm uh hang out and have a little fun with is uh Wheel of Fortune. I just like spinning that wheel and watching it possibly land. Talk dirty whatever. to me, pal. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> the one that I just got to get the heck out of here because I literally only know like one panel a show is Jeopardy. That's the reason you keep it because you're fucking uneducated. <laughs> Younger generation, man. Fucking Ugh. dumbing up my world, man. Dumbing up my world. Ugh. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. All right, well, I'm keeping for good is Family Feud, especially with Steve Harvey. He's fucking hilarious in it. Yeah, he is. That's funny. But he's no, he's no uh, Richard Dawson, my friend. Boy. <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> things that would not happen on TV in 2023? Watch the archives if you haven't. He's no that guy Anderson. Is some... I know that. He hey, he's ma- I think he made out with every female home. contestant on that show. <laughs> it is some good shit. Welcome to the, the 70s. Name. He did the same thing in Match Yeah, Match Game, too. too. He dressed better. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm Wait, sorry. E-, e forever one time. One time is uh, Jeopardy. I do that one one time and then get rid of uh, Wheel of Fortune. All righty. Adam, what do we got? All right, so which Wheel of Fortune are we talking about? Will Pat say Jack Vanna White or the new? Uh, come on, dude. It's been Pat say Jack Vanna White for like 40 years. <laughs> right. Let's Not just keep anymore. it there for now. Not anymore. Wait, I know, really? I know. It's uh Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest and somebody else, yeah. You just crushed Nikki, my heart. I, I think it's Nikki Bella. I'm switching my two. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. I made up Nikki Bella. <laughs> uh, so I'm definitely keeping family feud because I just I love Steve Harvey. Uh use once. Uh Will of Fortune because I like Van White. <laughs> Um, she can turn my letters any day. Boom! That's what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Um, I just Jeopardy's not. I'm not smart enough for Jeopardy. So um, I gotta get rid of it because I I don't know what any of the answers. Most of us aren't. I don't like the bar game, uh, uh, Devin. I tried watching that. That's terrible. Honorable mention. Price <laughs> is right. 
Come on down. I had prices right on here and I crossed it out and put Family Feud. Mm. Go ahead, James. I am uh, keeping keeping Jeopardy because in an ever-changing world, we need to at least be educated every day on the why you just, oh, uh, I don't know the answer, so I'm throwing it away. Then fucking learn something. What? Heaven forbid you learn something in a goddamn evolving world. Jesus I learned to watch Jones. Snoop Dogg be wrong on Will of Fortune when he tried to guess all the puzzles. He got them all wrong when he tried to solve. Funniest Will of Fortune episode of my life. In an ever-changing world, we need to be ever-changing with it. So uh, I am going with Jeopardy so that we can, uh, heaven forbid, we learn something. My goodness. I can't believe y'all are all throwing it out. So I'm keeping uh, Jeopardy so I can, you know, expand as a person and learn new things and fucking get educated. I am uh, using once. Hmm. Probably Family Feud, because at least that is halfway-ish. Well, but it's more like, you know, answer a question that 100, you know, who knows what the uh, mindset of these 100 people are when they answer these questions. So uh, I'll keep that one. And I guess I'm going to get rid of uh, Wheel of Fortune, although I do like that show. But, you know, that's the the name of the game (laughs) is, uh, you know, keep, release, once, (laughs) whatever that is. But yeah, I'm uh, pretty disheartened that you guys uh, chose to not get an education further, you know, more and more. Here's the thing, you get smarter and smarter every episode of Jeopardy you watch. And that's probably the only game show where that really happens. So I am gonna I'm gonna keep Family Feud. I do love that show. I agree with Devin. I don't watch it every night when I go to bed, pal. <laughs> Maybe a couple once a week, once every other week. But uh, yeah, I, do, I, do, I, I do enjoy it. It is a fun show. And Steve Harvey is, is fun. And Richard Dawson is wonderful as well. Uh, I am going to get rid of Wheel of Fortune. You don't have any love for the dude that like got killed or killed or whatever? Ray Cohn? Ray yeah, Cohn, I do. Yeah. I have some. I have some. Wasn't he on? Uh, he was on some. What about WWE. Al Borland? You didn't have no love for him? Louis uh, Anderson? I did I not have love for Louis Anderson. There you have it. Damn. <laughs> I did not enjoy that time with Family Feud. Sorry, Is it Al Borland? <laughs> yeah, I don't know his real name. Richard Kern. Kern. There it is. But I think Ray Cohn was on one of the wrestling shows. Um, Wheel of Fortune, getting getting rid of that, uh, and I'm going to keep Jeopardy and watch it once. Uh, fun fact about my father: he used to he's a very intelligent guy. He used to get a lot of these answers right. I don't get any right. Maybe one, if there's a wrestling category, I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> other than that, so my mom would actually keep track of everything, right? Uh, how he was doing when we were kids. You know, it was a different time. He had less to do, <laughs> and uh, at the end, he would always bet it all and lose it. And it was like all that adding up she did was for nothing. I loved it. So, um, all right, I got uh, two more. I don't know if you guys want me to do both or just one. Um, we are running a little short on time. So let's just do one. We're going to go with, uh, I was watching The Boys the other day, and I'm in season two of The Boys. I don't know if you guys watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's pretty good. Uh, kind of an anti-hero kind of show. So three worst candy bars ever were the uh, one superhero's favorite. So we're going to go with the three worst candy bars, which I think she's right on the money. Almond Joy, Bit O' Honey, Charleston Chew. What are you doing, Devin? So, no Almond, Joy, <laughs> Almond Joy is the one I'm keeping forever. I love me some Almond Joy. Because it's got nuts, right? That's why you like it, because it's got nuts. It's got almonds. Almonds. <laughs> Not and coconut and chocolate. <laughs> it's delicious. I could eat, well, well I was going to say at least one a day, but that'd be unhealthy. So, 
Charleston all Chew. All that nut in your mouth. And all well, at least you're walking home. Charleston Chew is the one I am going to eat once. I'd have another Charleston Chew in my life. And then the nut oh honey I'm not sure what that is. So. Bit oh honey. Bit oh honey. Bit oh honey. He said nut oh honey. Uh, there are sorry. nuts in it. There are nuts in it. Yeah, that, that's your um, that's the wedding night. So, of course, that's always Devin's answer for the other game we used to play. By process of elimination, bit of honey. Bit of honey right. was like a smaller thing on a little stick. <laughs> and it was oh. like caramel. caramel Is it stick. like a sugar babies? No. Sugar babies in a pack. It's like the sugar daddies almost. It is not. Kind of. Is that nuts in it? No. It's not bit of honey. Bit of honey's. Bit of honey's a small one. Never mind. That's a small one in the red. Right no here. Googling, Brad. Bit I did Google these before I put them on a piece of paper. Bit of honey's in the red wrapper with the yellow on it. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I don't sugar know. Not a, neither <laughs> one. Neither, 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 one. neither. Neither one, either three? Nope. I'm a Reese, Reese's uh, dude, and that's it. Reese's right, you make, some, make some choices, pal. All right. Bit of honey, I'm going to kill. Um, kill? What do you mean get rid of? you mean get rid of? <laughs> Get rid of, I'll get rid of Almond Joy because I hate the almonds. You get rid of Biddle Honey and Almond Joy? Yes. Well, you can. You got to keep get rid of all three of them. I would, not eat, I would not eat either one. Like, none of them. I won't, right. I won't eat. Amy, I you like I'm, I'm not going to eat either one. Like, none of them. I'm not going to eat Keep them. the Almond Joys forever and give them to me. I can't believe you can't play the game properly. We had to answer your dumbass questions. It must I be know. a red hair <laughs> thing. <laughs> Amy's Mike. It must be a red hair uh. thing to do this. Like I, I'm not gonna eat those though, so I'm not gonna even guess. No, thanks for playing, Mike. All right, go ahead, Adam. You should have said like Reese's, Snickers, no! and no, it's supposed to be hard, asshole. And that supposed, is what she said. It's supposed to be the three that nobody likes. Correct. Yeah, so, well, it's supposed to be fun, bro. I'm keeping the bit of honey because the bit of honey is actually pretty good. Uh, use once Charleston Chew just because Eminem says it in one of his raps. <laughs> um, that's all reason why. And uh, I'm getting rid of all my joy because anything went nuts. I don't want it near my mouth. Okay, again, the almonds has nuts in it. I I'll eat the mounds. Honey has a little bit of honey in it. Go ahead, James. Well, you know, sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. And uh, that also explains some of my Saturday nights, but uh. I will say that uh, Almond Joy is uh, one of my good... I like Almond Joy. I uh, like coconut, like almonds, you know? And sometimes, they like a nut, and that's what she... Never mind. So, uh, Almond Joy is going to be the one that I keep. And, uh, man. I would say that Charleston Chew would be the uh, one-time go. And uh, whatever the other... My bad. Bit oh honey. Bit oh honey. See ya. So just a heads up here. Bit oh honey has uh, small pieces. Uh, of oh, those, those things. I like those. No, you can't have them now, Mike. I like Too those. bad. You don't have any of it. Yeah, you, you hate them all, remember? You come to my house, you're getting an apple. <laughs> he said something about a stick. I like how Mike says he likes those. He has physically opened the wrapper, you know, digested them. And then when it comes down to it, he's like, well, I don't know what any of these are. Like, so what are you just eating random shit? You don't know what it is? I had a friend in college who used to do that with drugs. He would show up at our uh, he would show up at our house and be like, 
hey, can you guys Adam Google this? Uh, you need people in the science department. And he'd be like, hey, can you guys Google this? I just took this. They say it's an experimental drug. And we Google something like Google. tell them, you know, the side. Yeah. I did say that. Uh, I'm not going to say that again. Google. And Adam right, said so honey, honey bit things being on the stick. That's and sugar daddy. You like sugar daddies more than sugar babies? Sugar daddy yeah, is the, the, the one on the stick. Sugar yeah, babies. The sugar are babies the, are like little guys. Sugar babies will put you in jail. Yeah. Okay. Well, those ones I'd keep. You know, I had a roller the other day. That was pretty freaking good. Anyway, um, I'm going to get rid of all... I don't even know what we're talking about. I have paid it today. I'm not a nut guy. I'm really not, but... Snickers ice cream bar? Now we're talking. What about the cow tail? Choco taco. No, I'm out on the cow tail. The cow tail makes me sick halfway through it. What? Speaking of cows, next week... I'm No, I'm not. What about the Hawaiian Punch Bomb Pops? You know what do you think? Of, I, I, I like the I like now and later's too, but what are we doing? Um, yeah. So I'm getting rid of almond joy. I don't. First off, I'm not crazy about nuts or coconut, so the combination doesn't work for me. Almond joy's got nuts. Mounds, Mounds don't because sometimes you feel like a. Sometimes you. Last night you. Emma. Yeah, there it is. Um, bitto honey. I am going to eat it once. I'm going to suck it up with the nuts. I guess for once. <laughs> <laughs> And I am going to uh, forever eat Charleston chews because there's no nuts in them. <laughs> Thank God that's over. All right. Back to you, James. Brad calls that Friday night. Oh, yeah. Brad. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat what you just said. Oh, good. I mean, everybody heard oh, man. it. Man, I'm as red as that lampshade right now. That was funny. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm as red as uh, the Georgia. You know, what's the deal yeah. with red lampshades? Sucking up, undefeated this year. Uh, so I guess the Dixon, that's a spoiler. After all this candy talk, it's time to see what everybody's watching. So, Devin, what's on the demographic this week? It's my Devin's demographic has kind of been touched by everyone already this week because. Football is back. I don't like we got college that. football. We got the NFL. Crazy. We're all excited. Football's don't back. Ever, don't you ever accuse me of touching a demographic. <laughs> you uh, you were definitely around my demographic a lot today, Adam. Well, we're all thrilled football stars. I you wish you that, would Devin. quit telling everybody. That's between me and you, Devin. <laughs> You're mm. decked out in something that my demographic would wear. Except they'd be all orange and. You have a strong space. demographic in Georgia. Boy, no, they'd be all on all cylinders. Talk, David. <laughs> your demographic. Go, go. Own the segment. Uh, so all right. What, what are you? You guys already talked orange? about it. We're good. Yeah. Well, football. Right. You're saying your demographic is football's coming up. No shit. Yeah. Like you have nothing to add to that. Well, football is back. I was gonna ask everyone to claim your teams. But you kind of already told us you're a Cowboys uh, fan. Claim, Adam's I'm decked claim, out in Georgia. I'm definitely Mike's been talking Eagles. about Georgia all day. And, yeah, of course. I'm Brad's a Notre Dame fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. But, uh, and I was uh, kind of rooting for West Virginia last year. <laughs> but uh, she's not going back, so back to Notre Dame. Oh, was it almost Tevin? Good one. Devin, what college team do you pull for? Syracuse. Uh, they're not that great, but they're in the ACC, so 
We have a lot of tough competition, and they're only about an hour and 40 minutes from my house. So I try to catch a game a couple couple times a year. What are they? They used to be the orange men. Now they're just the orange. Hey, you may run into Antonio. <laughs> Doesn't he like them? Is, is orange cast yeah. or like mascot? Shout out Antonio Santos. Friend of the show. No, Otto, the big like orange. Them? So they're He's just the, the orange? They're not the orange men anymore? Nope, just the orange now. Are they still that stupid circle? Yeah, just the big orange. <laughs> uh, Do the football right. players put their hands in their pockets? or? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You don't get it. Oh, it's Orange Cassidy, Cassidy bro. Yeah. Ah, ah, my bad. I was thinking about Sean Tucker and like. Where is uh, your the mind? Good, <laughs> the good Syracuse players. By the way, thanks, Brian. Survivor Series '93 had Ray Combs in it. There's good Syracuse players. Good job, Brad. That was uh, you know. I don't read it was often as I should. But my demographic, go watch football. Apparently, go watch Survivor Series '93. Back to you, James. Amazing Money shit. In the bank from WrestleMania. Oh God. Kevin so uh, we you... Johnson... oh. you good? Like, are you good? Are you good? I was I'm reading good. what was on the screen. Yeah, don't do that. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, when it comes to uh, watching uh, football, boy, howdy! It would be uh, fun to tailgate and eat some things, right? So, on this week's Mike's Meat Minute. What do you got for us? Well, today I have a taco bake Fritos. How about that? So what would you need for this? You need one pound of ground beef, one packet of taco seasoning. You need three quarters cup of water. You need some Frito chips to taste. One can of uh cheddar cheese soup i have no idea what the fuck that is but i think it's a liquid soup or liquid cheese half cup of milk and eight to twelve ounces of shredded cheese top desire what you do with this one is desired yeah you brown brown your ground beef prepare it for the taco meat and add the seasoning to it pour enough fritos into a nine by nine pan to cover the bottom. Top top of that with the taco meat. Combine the can of cheese soup and milk in a saucepan and heat through to smooth it out. Top with taco top taco meat with cheese sauce. Top with cheese, the shredded cheese, desired to taste. Bake at 350 degrees for 10 to 15 minutes until bubbly. Serve with lettuce and other toppings. Mmm. That looks good. Actually, it's pretty good. It's like a little taco salad chip type deal. Very nice. You make that? I I didn't make that one, but I made it before. (laughs) That's cool. It sounds good. You think I could substitute it the Fritos good. for Doritos? Yeah, you can do Doritos, you can do Cheetos, you can do um just not a huge Frito uh, guy. Ranch Doritos, you can I do um cool ranch. Chips, be good. chips, whatever you want. Yeah, Funyuns? Gonna... <laughs> Fun... <laughs> hey, you know Funyuns have a chip out now? Like it's a chip that's a Funyun. You know what's an underrated chip? Munchos. Hey. Oh, 
That is true. And Munchos the, are a um, great chip. <laughs> Very underrated chips. Hot ones, those hot fires stick things. Salt and vinegar. Chicharrones well, or pork well, rolls or what are you talking about here? No, the hot ones, the hot chips. Oh, uh, Takis. Takis, yes, there you Through go. Through that, I did that one chip challenge, and I yes. got fucked those, up. Those are real good. <laughs> Sabatinos, huh? Good chips. Yes, those are real good. Doing so, yeah, do something like that. It's quick, it's easy, and it's delicious. It's a nice little snack on the side while you're watching a football game. It is. That's my mic's mute minute. Mike's 30 seconds. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. That was uh, good stuff. Well, I guess it's time to uh, figure out what we're doing next week. So, hey, what are we doing next week? So we're going to have friend of the show on Josh Fields, Top Guy Josh Fields. It, uh, we had so much fun over with Top Guy Weekend. We always enjoy interacting with him. Really good dude. He picked two matches. Um, well, one is from Money in the Bank from WrestleMania 23. No names needed. And Kevin, that's just the Money in the Bank match. Um, and Kevin Owens versus John Cena from Money in the Bank 2015. So uh, looking forward to having Josh on. Long time coming. So Money in the Bank theme. Uh, yeah, it is. Just kind of like a fast lane theme during payback. It's the way we like to do things. I guess so. Hey, Josh Fields had uh, two jackasses during uh, Top Guy Weekend. It was me and my dad. And he, uh, you know, gave us rides to places. Uh, greatly appreciated. Josh has uh, been a, you know, longtime homie and a uh, supporter of the show for sure. So uh, I can't wait. He's a good dude. And uh, hey, maybe he'll have something to promote when he comes on our show. And just, a, and just a heads up, his segment's going to be called, I'm Not Joshing Ya. Oh, waka waka waka! Spoiler alert! Yeah, I know. I just had to say it because technically he is joshing us. Uh, It's better than Jonesy's jokes. Oh, here we go. Speaking of Jonesy, he's got to get on here soon too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's it, James. We have a list of people who want to come on the show. Ain't that the truth? And if you would like to be on the list, because uh, sometimes we may not reach out to you, but you can always reach out to us yeah, at Kickout Crew. We are. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but Kickout Crew on Twitter, if you'd like to be on the show, hey, you know, send us a line. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, so are we uh, are the tape machines rolling? Yeah, I'm tired, right? <laughs> and I'm tired of you, so I guess it is uh, time to get this going. Yeah, you set that one up easy. Can we say happy birthday to That's Anthony like... Pyrus? Ah, uh, whatever. Happy belated yeah. birthday, Anthony Pyrus. By the time yeah, this drops, happy belated. Lindsay, it's a Lindsay. And Lindsay, I would, I, I want to say happy birthday to yeah. Lindsay. Happy birthday, and Lindsay. Anthony, you know, Anthony out. had his shirt off three different pictures. I looked out of him today. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> Happy, happy birthday, birthday Lindsay. Lindsay! Belated birthday and uh, whatever. Anthony. Happy birthday! Happy belated birthday to Lindsay, to Frank, to Anthony. There were so many to Rob Hewitt. There were so many ad-free shows and friends of ours' yeah, birthdays like last week. Now. Happy birthday! Right, happy belated. We're so good at this. For the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks happy for listening. belated. Yeah, yeah. Happy he birthday, said Brian. Said Brant. Brian's birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. Yeah, he said How Brant. the hell did you forget him, Devin? 
Happy oh, birthday, you driver. It's today his birthday? <laughs> hey, this is an inside joke for Bryant. Devin did say happy birthday to you. He said happy birthday, Rob. <laughs> and that's a and that's a pirate shout out also. Where's your hat? Where's the hat at? Yeah, it's an inside joke, which all of our listeners love. But uh it appears that it is time to uh get it going. So do I need to introduce everybody? Because I or are we just Thanks. rolling? Let's just roll on down to the conclusion. Well, once again, this is your show, The Kickout Crew, and videos are exclusively on Premier Streaming Network. We do have bonus uh, stuff, which Adam just dropped a uh, uh, interview on uh, our YouTube, and our YouTube stuff will have all of our bonus content. But for these video episodes, so you can see the hilarity for yourself, because it's much more than audio. The video is where you get the real picture as some would say, huh? Thanks. That's a good one. And you can get that exclusively on Premier Streaming Network. And hey, why aren't you signed up for Premier Streaming Network? I mean, we mentioned it earlier, and that was just like a fraction of the content that Premier Streaming Network offers you. And the cool thing about these networks is it's a, you know, click on demand. You can watch it whenever you want to and whenever you need to. And speaking of that, sometimes our show, you know, Maybe you need to have a relax from, uh, you know, life's daily struggles. Maybe you need to just sit back and, you know, just have some me time and uh, forget, you know, the things that stress you out and all that and just have a fucking time where you can enjoy what life gives you and what life offers you. And also you can enjoy the laughs and camaraderie and friendship that we have here. And I think that that is what the Kickout Crew, your show, is all about because man life will hammer you down and it will try to pin you and hey it may even uh knockout punch you sometimes but guess what you never give up ever because no matter what happens you have the power to kick out so as we say on your show when life gets you down always kick out it too because that's what we do that's what you do on your show, The Kickout Crew. Reach out to us on Twitter, Kickout Crew, YouTube Kickout Crew, Premier Streaming Network, Instagram, all of your socials. And hey, have a damn good week. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace.